Hey everyone, it's Nick Carazza here, and on this episode of the Your Life Your Term Show, I got a chance to sit down and catch up with Tony and Mary Lou Soria. We've known Tony and Mary Lou for about 15 years now, when their real estate investing journey started, um, but their personal journey started well before that, when they were into real estate while living in the Philippines, and that was before they immigrated into Canada. Uh, first, they landed in Alberta, and then moved into the Toronto area. They were looking at buying franchises at the time, but they decided to start investing instead, and they've been doing it ever since. Um, it's always great for us to speak to longtime investors to hear the challenges they faced, how they've overcome them. Uh, like with Tony and Mary Lou, when they had a handyman tenant start a large fire in one of their properties, and I shouldn't be laughing, it's it's, a, it's something they had to deal with, but I mean, it, it all came out okay, but they did start a, a fairly large fire in one of their properties by trying to do something good and installing a water softener, but they managed to deal with, work through that and, and deal with that. Um, uh, we heard about how they de- they've worked with their tenants, some of which they've had for years, like a, a decade or more, and then the role that their properties are playing in in their um and they're investing in retirement. So they dabbled in a few different investing strategies, but really they preferred the rent-to-own investing for their portfolio. Uh, selfishly, for, for me, it was great to catch up with them uh, because we've known them for so long and haven't had a chance to to speak to them just with their journey, which you hear about throughout the US and Canada and doing different things. So, um, But uh, of course, if you're listening to this and you're interested in learning more about all sorts of real estate investing strategies, especially locally in and around the Southern Ontario area, then you can head to rockstarinnercircle.com. That's where you'll find uh, articles, videos, reports, and all sorts of resources there, uh, including a link to an up-to-date investing class that Tom and I host regularly with the latest things that we're seeing on the streets. That's www.rockstarinnercircle.com. And without further ado, uh, enjoy the episode. Are you ready to live life on your terms? Is it time to take charge? Real estate, business building, the economy, health and nutrition, and more. It's the Your Life, Your Term Show with Tom and Nick Carazza. Are you ready? Let's go. All right. I am here with Tony and Mary Lou Soria. And I'm like, I'm excited. I was excited when this was happening. I was writing to Anthony. So Anthony booked it. And when I heard, um, I'm like, guys, I, I need to be involved in this one for sure, because it feels like it's been it's been so long. Yeah. Um, I guess for anyone listening, we've known each other now for... What, do you guys know? Fourteen years, maybe. 14 Fifteen years. years. Yeah, fourteen. Two thousand seven. Yeah. Oh, two thousand seven. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you guys were one of the very first, I guess, investors. That and I don't know what number. You know what? We probably have some records someplace. I should go up and see what number it is. But one is the very first kind of investors that that you know we started working with. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we've been through. It feels like you know together. You've seen us go through a lot, and we've seen you guys go through a lot. It's been uh, it's been a fun journey, man, for yeah. sure. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't even know where to where to get to uh, where to go to from here. Maybe just give everybody an idea of kind of you know who you guys are you know maybe the story about like how you ended up coming to Canada give everyone some context because that's always kind of interesting you know interesting and stuff like that so I I don't know kind of maybe start there okay uh, we came from uh, the Philippines uh, and uh, we landed here around uh, 1999 end of nine yeah Yeah. and it was in Edmonton right no in Calgary Calgary. oh Calgary Calgary okay yeah so uh we stayed there for four and a half years, and then uh, Mary Lou was uh, offered got, uh, got an a offer. job here in uh, <laughs> Toronto, so uh, we moved here. Yeah. And what industry was that at that time? 
I'm a chemist, so it's mostly in the manufacturing, oh, chemicals. Okay, so yeah. you were always doing that when you came yeah. over. So you had education from the Philippines yes. in that field, and then when you came over, you were able to, you were able to use that education here as well? Correct, or, okay. yeah. Yes. I have master's degree, and it was certified here in Canada, so. Okay. What was the problem? You know what, I'm curious. Why did you guys choose to come to Canada versus other countries? You know, was there a reason? Was it just easier to come to? Was there something more appealing about Canada? What, like, what, what drew you to Calgary? Uh, we, we actually have an application in Australia. Oh, okay. Well. That's a nice country, first, too. Yeah, first, Australia. And then my brother, who is from Australia, moved to the U.S. Oh. So we thought we should go closer to her, to him. Oh, got it. Uh, and then we, just, we were just walking to the Canadian embassy in the Philippines, and both of us said we should check it out. Just like that. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, great. Yeah. Okay. So then, so, and then when you were in Calgary, you guys were, uh, at one point, you were thinking about buying franchises or something. Is that right? Was that in Calgary or was that when you came to Toronto? Yeah. In, uh, way back in uh, Calgary, we've been uh, thinking to uh, purchase uh, s- s- sort of a franchise uh, companies. So. Okay. And why, why were you looking into buying franchises at that time? Um, because uh, way back in the Philipp- in the Philippines, we are uh, uh, we have a business also. So it's just uh, we're thinking that uh, it's better to have a uh, business of our own. So uh, we are uh, looking at uh, franchising with Tim Hortons or yeah. whatever. But uh, uh, that was not uh, it. Did not go through. So. We move here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. What kind of business was it in the Philippines? Uh, it's a uh, build, uh, construct. And Construction. Uh, and that was on your side of stuff because yes. that's your field. Yes. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So then you came over to Toronto. So you got this job and you're like, Mary Lou, I got to drag, you got to drag me everywhere. So I'll follow, <laughs> I'll, you came to Toronto um, for that. And then where did things kind of head, you know, how was that journey? You know, how was it, how, how was it starting out in Toronto again, you know, after moving from Calgary? Yeah, uh, so moved to Toronto. Both of us are working in our field. And one day, actually, we are, it's a Sunday, and we're looking on the newspaper, Mississauga News. And I saw these small ads, <laughs> Income for Life, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I said, we should try this. I guess we're bored. And Tony said, oh, no, those are scam. Don't. <laughs> oh, thanks, Tony. Thanks, Tony. Appreciate that. <laughs> and so I, I asked that. I think I call, and then we received that. Mail with yep. the yellow paper with those handwriting, very nice. So, and then we came here, meet you guys. So, yeah, that started, and we never have any regrets. So, yeah. from 90, sorry, no, you came, you came to Canada in 99. Yes. Okay. So, then you moved to Toronto, then you said five and a half years. So, what, what, 2005? 2005. Yeah. Five. 2005. And then we met in 2007. Yes. So relatively quickly. So then your kind of entrepreneurial spirit from being in construction in the Philippines to looking at, uh, at um, franchises in Calgary, then you then took that and looked at your real estate investing as that was the outlet for the entre- on the entrepreneur side of stuff mm. for you guys. Is that, yeah. is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. We, we still look for Tim Hortons here, yeah. but we keep, I keep on asking them, calling them, and it's not very expensive then. I think it's 250000 something yeah. like that. What is it now? Do you guys know? Do you have any idea? I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, that's, uh, but then, uh, I don't know, we're 
always looking for something and then I think it's I'm not sure it just when I saw your ads in Mississauga News that's and then we stop on the Tim Hortons once we're in here so we stop <laughs> looking <laughs> so, cool. okay so so we, you decide to get into real estate you guys are both working here and then you know we met and then we dragged you out because at that time we were just like hey there's this Hamilton Mountain area because that's the first place yeah. we were looking at right. yeah. you know what and the reason we went to that area is we had already been investing in other areas as well in the Toronto area and stuff like that but just the numbers were so appealing do you remember yes. we, were, yes. we were buying property um, what was the first property, the price that you guys bought at? Probably what, low 200 somewhere? 210. <laughs> yeah, you remember still. Yeah. So that was a $210,000 was what? Uh, it was a, probably a three-bedroom? Three-bedroom, uh, single detached house. So it's in uh, Upper James. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you guys still, is that one you still own or no? Still, uh, we yeah. own it. How many, pro- how many properties do you guys still own? You don't have if you don't mind sharing. You don't have to share. I'm Around just, uh, ten. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you've sold. You got. You had more. You sold some of those. We, we sold. We sold around eight. eight. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, we still uh, have rent that to own. Yeah. Those are uh, rent to owns. Yeah. Yeah. There's double double edged sword that rent to own <laughs> thing, right? <laughs> it's, it's it's good sometimes, but I think you guys had. I mean, you know, the flip. So it's good on on uh, 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 certain times, but when you have these like super high appreciation I know. years, yeah. I know who the heck saw those things coming. <laughs> <laughs> like we we've you know we've been talking about inflation for a while, but we never thought that yeah. like we're going to see fifty percent year over oh. year appreciation yeah. numbers. Like it was ridiculous, right? So yeah, we kind yeah. of uh, yeah. I think a few of us were like, oh, um, this six percent appreciation number we're using is maybe a little bit low. So yeah. the tend to say, you know what? At the end of the day, if you know there's still profit there, and the tenant, yeah. if you help someone get a house, yeah, it, it, you know it's it's, <laughs> it's not so so bad. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, the turnaround is fast. That that would be uh, that's okay. Yeah. But uh, if it's uh, yeah, dragging too much time, so uh, the uh, the percentage of uh, return is not. Uh, yeah. 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 Then again, it goes down, right? Yeah. What about so like? Were you guys scared? Like you're so you're so. If if people are, are, are watching this, if you're just listening, like it, it's you're, you're almost so understated, you know. But you're so willing to move forward with stuff. It's it's always is something that both Tom and I have admired about you guys because you're just you know like Mary, you're like yeah, well, we just walked into Canadian Embassy and we're like, well, maybe that's a good idea. I'm like, oh well, we're just gonna move to Toronto and you know, <laughs> so and we're like, oh, we just saw this ad, so we're gonna do this and it, it's cool, right? Because it's it's gotten you guys to where you are, so it's actually worked. It's worked out very well for you guys. But I'm just saying, like, wasn't there reservations? Like, weren't you concerned getting into that real estate investing world when you didn't have the experience doing it here in Canada? Did you have experience doing it in the Philippines? Yes. Oh, you did. So you had rent. You had investment properties there. Uh, not rent. We uh, we uh, purchase uh, vacant lots, and uh, I I uh, construct the houses, uh, and then uh, we sell it. Oh God! It's called it. build, build and sell. Build and yeah. Sell. Oh, I didn't realize that. That's what you were doing there. Yeah. Uh, so you sat. So you had some experience in the real estate side of things, which yeah. probably made it a little bit easier, right? Yeah. yeah. It's uh, what we are doing here in Rockstar. Is uh, there's a uh, connection? Yeah. Uh, gotcha. With the uh, yeah. real estate in the Philippines, what we are doing. Yeah. Uh, I, I think uh, also your question, Nick, is that I don't know. We're just. Um, we always say yes, and <laughs> you say yes, and we're so trusting for for me, especially when we try something. I said no, 
let's see, let's see. And I think it's because when before we left in the Philippines, my mom is crying. Of course, he said, but he said, my mom said, uh, when you're with God, no one will be against you. You go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's difficult, you know. We have two kids moving to a different country. We don't know anyone, so I can't imagine. Yeah. Like I can't because I think about sometimes my parents coming here. Now they came here without kids, um, and you know I've just Tom and I will talk, and we're just like we have it so easy. You know, we, yeah. we 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 grew up here, so we're fortunate. We didn't have a big family here, so I can see why people here with either larger families or have been here for a couple of generations, yeah. how they're able to benefit from having a network, a local network of people that, hey, oh, you need someone for this here? My my parents know this guy who knows this guy yeah. that might be able to get you a job interview here, or, or they, you know, you need to contact a lawyer. Here's the lawyer that we use for this. You just, you have this network where, where you just, when you come fresh, you don't have that. Yeah. You have to build that, right? And it's something that I think you can take for granted like you know when i've kind of raised in this area like i I take that for granted that there's some connections here yeah so i didn't realize you guys had kids already so your kids were super young then when you guys came over here yeah how old were they around uh six years old the youngest and then around uh 10. oh so yeah okay older than i even thought then yeah they were yeah and they're involved with what you guys are up to now with some of the properties and things, aren't aren't they somewhat involved? Are they managing the how's that work right now? Because you guys are both re- you're retired from your full-time jobs. Yes. Are you retired from your, your properties as well, or do you guys still kind of take care of those? No, uh, we're still uh, involved in uh, our uh, uh, company and in the the real the real estate. Okay. So, yeah. But uh, we are uh, we are uh, mentoring uh, our uh, oldest son to take over sometime soon, hopefully. <laughs> so hopefully, yeah. <laughs> is, but is, is this, and how did that come to be? Because that was that something that he showed interest in, or did you guys kind of try to push him in that direction? Because I'm sure there's a lot of people, because we get asked all the time about, you know, kids, and are your kids interested in this? What are you thinking? You know, how did that, so how did that come to be with him starting, to, you guys are starting to mentor him in that type of, in that type of world? I think he's slowly liking it because I, in the dinner table we talk about it. But when they were studying, they're not; they're just listening and they come with us. But I'm seeing our eldest now. I think he's showing interest. He likes it. He likes meeting the tenant. He likes. Uh, but the accounting side, I'm still doing it, paying the mortgage, collecting the. That's all email. Just all online. And my youngest is got his own condo during the peak. He overpaid like a hundred thousand for a single condo, in, but uh, yeah, I think um, um, uh, without us knowing it, uh, you're building the seed in them that now they see that oh yeah, this is working, and they like it. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. 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 That, that, that's that. You just wonder how if they're going to take to that or not. Yeah. You know, for me, it's it's. It doesn't matter to me if my kids ever do that. I just want them to understand that there's there's other paths other than the, you know, the, I think, I don't know what you guys, but I know the path that we were taught, you know, the primary path is that you go to school, mm-hmm. then you, you get good grades so that you can go to post-secondary, you know, university or college and you get a good, a better education and then that gets you a good job. Yeah. And then that's it. And then in that job or that industry, you climb the, the corporate ladder and that's, that's it. Yeah. And I think it's just nice 
I'm hoping that my kids pick up that like that is one way. And if that's yeah. the way that works for you, great. Like that's that's awesome. Good for you. But if that's not the way that works for you, here's there are other paths you can take. And mm-hmm. here's how the, there's other parts of this world works with this type of stuff. Yeah. If somehow I can get that through to them, that to me would then be a success no matter what, whether they're into real estate or not. It doesn't that, that's that's up to them. Right. Yeah. You want them to be happy. That's one. You, you don't want we don't want them. We don't want to force them. But at the same time, you want them to be involved in what you're doing so to understand what you're doing that there's a as you said it's an option there's a you can live with this but with what we're doing but you could if you want to do what my youngest son is a nurse so he liked doing that and he liked helping people I kind of just tried to discourage him I said that's a difficult job to do it is, yeah. <laughs> but he said, no, mom. I, but anyways, that's a different story. But because on the dinner table, you talk all the time about this, and they slowly get it. So Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, he must be a patient, caring person. It's not easy to be a nurse, especially, I think, in our system currently, the way our systems, our health system is structured. Yeah. I think the nurses get a little bit the short end of the stick from from the bit that I know. I don't know the ins and outs of the whole system, but from the bit that I do know, I feel like the nurses are probably undervalued I think mm-hmm. for for what for the amount of work that they do and the yeah. amount of the, what they bring to the table right yeah, yeah. it's a difficult job <laughs> every time I see my son I said just go study again <laughs> especially during the COVID I said stop working just go study do your master and my son said mom if you do this all of us no one will take care of the sick yeah, yeah, good for him. That's a you know, that's a caring person. Yeah. We definitely need need those those people in the world. That's for sure. Um, you know, so do you ever think you can step step back from this stuff? Because I see you because you're like you're still doing the accounting and stuff, and you know, and you guys are retired. I don't know, Tony. I don't I don't know about you, but I have a funny feeling, like Mary Lou. I feel like it's tough for you to stop doing things in general in retirement how busy is she in retirement she's still doing a lot of stuff i bet yeah <laughs> but she's doing the uh, the uh, uh tough uh, uh aspects in the uh, in the business the uh, accounting uh Part. Yeah, she wants to make yeah. sure she knows where the money is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> accounting, taxes, following up with the tenants. Yeah. Uh, I, I, do you guys think that that's been one of the key? Because look, you so you've been in, investing in real estate in Canada for um, we were saying for, for about fourteen years. So you've been through. Sounds like 18 properties, roughly, something like that, and you still have a bunch. So to do it for that long through that many properties, there's some level of success that you've had over time for sure. Do you attribute that or part of that to how you are with people? Like if the tough part, like you you said, dealing with tenants, right? You know, and that's, you, you guys are very... I think you know one of the reasons your kids are caring people is because from what I know of you guys, you guys are very caring people as well. And I think that's transferred over to the tenants. Has that helped you guys or have you been taken advantage of because you've been like that you know, more times than not? I think it's, it's um, we're caring and I think the tenants see that. At the same time, we take this as a business. If they don't pay, they get the email right away. It's uh, very nice to them. I talk to them, like give them something during Christmas, and they know that we are available for them. And we take care of the house if they need anything. We they could call us quickly. But um, 
there are good tenants. We are very happy that we got good tenants. We have one or two that we went to uh, to um, LTB, for example, but very seldom. All of them are staying. The first house we have, the 210, she st they're still there. Wow, for all those years. For yeah. all those yeah. years. <coughs> and we, the, the contract lapsed. We are here to say, your contract has lapsed. Do you want to renew it? So, but now I'm not doing that anymore <laughs> because of the price. But I think, yeah, they're also human. So we, we, we are nice to them, but they need to pay the rent. Yeah. That's just, it's a business still. I think that's what sometimes people miss. I, I feel like sometimes, you know, investors or landlords will get a bad rap because in every industry there's 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 good and bad, uh, you know, it doesn't matter what industry, right? Yeah. And investors are the same or landlords are the same. Yeah. It's good ones and there's bad ones. So, yeah. And <clears throat> the stereotype is that, you know, they don't take care of the property or that they, you know, they're, they're mean to their, to people, to, to their tenants and stuff. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think it's important to treat people like they're humans and it's, it's like you can give there can be arrangements that work for you as the landlord or as the investor and work for the tenant like this person's been there that long obviously the arrangement's working for them hmm. it's not they're they're happy and content yeah. with with where they are we have um one of the properties we have i guess the longest serving tenant we have right now is probably about six years or so. I think that's the longest we have. And it's the same thing. And it's, it's worked out well for them. And we'll take care of the property and we'll yeah. update things when things need, like proactively update, not just fix when something gets broken. If we're like, oh, this this is actually, I'm, right after this, I'm going to meet um, <clears throat> Dave, who you guys know, mm -hmm. uh, who's a contractor now. And then we're going to meet to uh, at a property because we're thinking about updating the kitchen. Tenants have been there for a number of years. Um, and it's like, yeah, it's probably time for this thing to update, you know, to, to re redo it. It's a little bit expensive, but yeah, yeah. it helps the value of the house too. And we're, yeah. we're open to it and it, it kind of makes sense. Right. Yeah. 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 So when you guys met, so you guys came to met, meet us and I'm thinking about Dave and you guys have seen the whole team. You've, you've had to work from one person to another and, you know, and all that type of stuff. What kept you guys, you know, after the first property, like what kept you guys investing in, in properties? Like why? Why did you keep going with with it after the first one or two? We saw the uh, the benefits of uh, acquiring uh, properties. That's why uh, when we have that uh, first uh, house, then after uh, I think uh, three weeks or uh, two weeks, we bought again another uh, property. It's uh, in Seventeenth uh, uh, Street. West yeah, 17, West 17. Yeah. So uh, it's uh, once you tried uh, already and started, then uh, the momentum is there and it keeps you, yeah. uh, drives you to uh, go go on. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and you know what, it's, maybe it's different for you guys because you had less fear. Because I think for often for people, it's it's the first one, they need to go through it. And then a lot of the things they were fearful of maybe didn't come to fruition, and then they're comfortable moving forward. Mm -hmm. But you guys are a bit unique. I mean, you're not the only people who are like that, but you're, there's definitely the minority of people that were less fearful and just like, okay, let's let's do this. So you didn't have to go over that hump as well. Yeah. And it's not, uh, we're, we have both a full-time job. It's not a lot of time needed from us because... You, it's a rent to own. People take care of them. 
of the house. And if there's something that needs to be done, you can just call a contractor because of our lease in our Rolodex. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not, I guess if it's too much of our time, it may be difficult, but we keep on going, going because we could still do our full-time job. I could still be a mom. And the, the rentals are just there giving you cash flow every month. Yeah. So it's it's not it's not been difficult I think for us. It's been yeah. and and we enjoy every time we have a new property. Two of us go out. It's our time to go out and try the restaurants. That's the quality time. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say it's a quality time together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have something to do on the weekend. If yeah, we're looking uh, every weekend to uh go somewhere else. Uh uh, take care of the uh, property or uh, uh, inspect the property or uh, meet the uh, tenant. Yeah, we enjoy that. And then you would find a place, You uh, sometimes I guess you'd also then find a place to go out for dinner there to try someplace new? Yeah. That's, that's it. No, do you know what's interesting about it is because you, you fit it into your lifestyle. It's not like a burden. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, like that's that, that's, yeah. it's not like, oh, I gotta do this. It's like, you 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 it, 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 often when we talk about people with investing it's like yeah you you invest you, you got it there's no one best way to invest because we have you know people are asked well what's the, the best place or what's the best strategy or, and like there's no one best thing it's like what's going to work for you like how much capital do you have what area do you want to invest what kind of return are you looking for and then you know is it rent to own is it student properties is it like whatever else you want to build garden suites like whatever you want to be doing and then Something that people don't account for as well is when you're picking the strategy, it's also what kind of time commitment that you want because how does it fit into your lifestyle? Yeah. Yeah. Right? And it's it's funny that you guys bring that up because you fit them into your like, yeah, this is just kind of the, the way the lifestyle that we're leading and it's, it's part of the responsibility we have and then we kind of add on the leisure side of, to the back end yeah. of it too. Yeah. You, you, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Um, the good thing is that... Uh, when we uh, entered to uh, this uh, business, uh, the uh, rent to own, uh, you have the system. So we have we just follow what's uh, what's the system is. So and then uh, follow uh, as uh, follow you as uh, our coach. Uh, before it's only uh, Tom and you, mm-hmm. and then came uh, Mike. Mike. Yeah. So. Uh, we uh, we experience the uh, the uh, your the system that you have, and uh, we just keep on going, uh, repeating on the, those uh, those uh, systems. So uh, uh, there's no uh, regret or uh, there's no uh, turning back. Mm-hmm in uh, doing this uh, this uh, business. It's a beautiful ride, actually. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Well, that's because you guys got, got an upgrade because you went from Tom and I to Mike. So that's to, <laughs> that to me is an upgrade. So you, we were probably pulled in a lot of directions and it was probably at that time a, a, a good thing. But yeah, uh, yeah you, were in good, you were in good hands. But um, you say rent to own a lot, um, but you guys have had these properties for a while. So not like some of them, a bunch of them were rent to own that got bought out. And I know early on, we were doing a lot of, you know, the, the large majority of properties we were doing were rent-to-own properties at that time when, when we first met too. But the properties you're having now are now more 
traditional rentals that you guys are holding on to for long periods of time. Is that right? Yeah, we still have uh, four uh, rent to own okay. right now. And uh, six are just the standard uh, rental. Okay. But those rent-to-owns have expired, actually. Oh, got it. Yeah. But we're... Yeah, you'll see what the, what happens. With, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, by the letter of the law, once it expires, it ex- yeah. you know, it expires as long yeah. as no one's trying to, you know, <laughs> well... I guess there's like if people are acting in bad faith and yeah. trying to get people to not realize it's expiring or they can't buy, telling them they can't buy until it expires. There, there is something there if yeah. you're acting in bad faith. But if you're not, then yeah, that's that's ultimately the way these things work. Yeah, right? you keep on following up. They're not so. Yeah. Yeah, it's not for everyone. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of it's good for a lot of people as a way to test the property. Yeah, you know, we uh, the we always tell people that the number one reason we've seen those rent to own type things not work out is um and people like move on from the property because sometimes they don't work out they can't qualify they'll stay in the property whatever but when people move on is some sort of domestic issue it's usually a relationship breakdown yeah right and in that case in a lot of those cases it's probably actually better that they were in this type of it could be better yeah. that they were in that this type of arrangement versus owning a property can lead to a lot of problems yeah. Yeah. you know in in, in a in a, a a relationship breakdown especially if it's not as simple as like a marriage or something and you know there's yeah. a lot of fighting going on it can get messy right yeah. yeah so i'll never forget the story when one of the guys told tom um they had paid um Oh, no, they didn't pay a bunch of rent up front, but they had paid. The guy called and said, hey, look, I'm not paying next month's rent. You have my last month's rent. Use that. And I'm out of this place because he had not paid rent. And we're like, hey, what's going on? We, you know, why haven't we paid rent? So he returned the call. That's what he said. And Tom was asking the guy, he said, well, OK, OK, that's fine. Like, but what's going on? Like, what happened? Whatever. And uh, when they moved in, it was him and. I don't know if it was fiance or girlfriend. They weren't married yet, but but um, you know, I remember they were having a kid. She was pregnant. They were expecting and stuff like that. And uh, he told Tom, he's like, "Look, I found out the kid wasn't mine, and we're done, and I'm out of here." <laughs> and I was just like, oh, "We were." Tom was like, "Oh, uh, okay. I mean, like, what, like, what do you say to that?" You know, he's like, "All right, um, yeah, whatever. That, whatever you want to do." You know, so that was the end of that one. Um, what about you guys? You guys have dealt with all sorts of stuff, though. Right, you didn't you? Have, you had a fire in one of your properties. Yes, yes. <laughs> right. It's a brand new uh, house, and uh, <laughs> they tried to burn it down on you. After uh, <laughs> after uh, one and a half year, uh, the uh, tenant uh, wants to uh, install a uh, water softener. Water softener, <laughs> and he's doing it by himself, and uh, he's uh, welding something in uh, near the furnace. That's uh, where the uh, the uh, fire uh, started. How bad was the fire? Oh, it's it's, it's every, the basement. It's but the the total uh, fire is in the basement. But, but that's all structural and stuff, was it? Yeah, not, not really. Uh, not, no, yes, the, so just the change, wall. They but but the insurance is nice. Yeah. <laughs> they change up to the third floor. Oh, everything. Yeah. Well, I guess what about smoke like and stuff? Floor. Did they have to because of smoke? And yes. Things? Yeah. Oh. Because of the smoke. Yeah. But I think the the, the basement, only the basement, and then I think the whole basement, right? Yeah. The, the whole the basement. The furnace. But uh, the uh, the first floor and the uh, second floor uh, was uh, damaged because of the uh, water. 
pipes and the smoke. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So what was the total damage then? Do you remember the, the bill from the like the, what insurance covered? Do you remember roughly? I think around 180... 150, yeah, something like that. Oh, 100, wow. Yeah, 150,000. <laughs> so you can knock off 25% because everyone overcharges the insurance company. So if you got it, <laughs> right? But, and then what happened? So then what happened to your premiums at that point? I'm curious because you had all these, you had a bunch of properties at this time. Now you had a fire in one. So how did that impact you as an investor looking for more insurance elsewhere and stuff? Any problems at all or no? There's, yeah. We keep on going. We bought more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, Todd is uh, very nice. Yeah. Todd, yeah. So you get Todd your insurance is, through Todd. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. What, what, anything else come up? What other things? Because, you know, you're, you, you guys are very understated. So the, a lot of the stuff that you've battled, you're just like, oh, no, we just had to take care of it and stuff like that. So, like, were there times when, was there a time when you, you know, were dealing with the property, you're just like, oh, you know, I, maybe this one we should just sell it. You know, when you just had that emotional moment where you're like, this is a pain in the butt. I don't want to deal with this right now. There was a, uh, a uh, property that uh, we don't want to uh, manage because uh, the uh, tenant is very uh, tough. And uh, what we uh, did is we have our uh, property manager before. Yeah. Uh, Andrea. I think yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember your time. Yeah. 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 So uh we gave it to her to manage it. <laughs> it's not tough, but they're um they're saying there's a mold, they're getting sick, those kind of things. If it's real, if it's true, if it's real, you could deal with it. But if something like that, it's more his dad is getting sick. So I said, Oh, we better have And they're using that as an excuse not to pay rent yeah. or something like yeah. that. When you know that the property's in good condition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> but uh, to add to Nick that particular house where we have a burn, we have a fire, we have another accident happen there. Oh really? After that. Uh, after uh, <laughs> reconstruction, and then uh, they move in uh, again. Then the same people moved in again. Yes, yeah. and then what? And then the 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 guy, the uh, husband, the husband hung hung himself. Oh, jeez. So it's uh, oh, wow. suicide. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. That, you know, I, I, I maybe I remembered that. I, I think now, I think yeah, you guys did let us know about that. I forgot. That's someone else on our team had a situation like that as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, then, that's I don't like to hear that. That's, and then yeah. we have a hard time to uh, re-rent that uh, property. Yeah, because there's a stigma associated yes. with, that, with that type of thing, right? Yeah, we sold it, and so we end up uh, uh, selling it. Yeah. Yeah. Just move on from that yeah. one. It's for whatever reason that one wasn't yeah. between the fire and the suicide. It was just <laughs> time to part ways with that one and move on, which is yeah. fine, you know. And that's yeah. that's the thing. That's like, but it's like any investment at all. You don't, yeah. you know, what if you're holding stocks, you don't hold on to certain things forever. There's some that you're going to hold on to for a long period of time. There's some other ones you're going to sell and move on, and yeah. you know. So, yeah. Um, yeah. oh well, yeah. I guess people got to deal with all sorts of all th sorts of situations, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, this other one was when uh, someone was uh, uh, squatting in the property and they went in to show it and they heard some noise in the basement and then they called the police and, uh, the you know, they were waiting there. They, they had the door closed to the basement or whatever and no one had come out. And when the police had come and then went downstairs to see the person, they had found the same same type of thing. 
unfortunately that they had oh. yeah that he had hung himself and it was just like that was yeah it was tough i remember the the the, the person who owned the property they you know they 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 felt like i don't know it just felt like it, it it hung over them for a period of time, you know. I'm like, hey man, you didn't do. It wasn't you. <laughs> you didn't. Yeah. You didn't do this, you know. But yeah. it's a tough one, and that's why sometimes this, you know, it's what people lose sight of. Sometimes I think everyone looks at, you know, maybe they, they look at the long term results. So some people might be looking at you guys today. And thinking, oh, they're so lucky because they got in, uh, you know, the 14 years ago. That's why, you know, that's why you're, you guys are lucky. That's that's why you've had the success. But you know, they don't realize that you have to deal with these types of situations. And I think the key to being, getting over them and continuing, like you said you decided to buy more, is that you have to remove the emotional side of this thing sometimes and you have to treat it like a business. Yeah. But is that ever hard for you guys to do that? Like you're, you're, you're business people, obviously, but you're caring people as well. So do, do the two things ever get crossed? Um, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you just uh, want to extend instead of them paying on the first, they'll pay the next month. We are flexible into that instead of the first. And as long as they communicate, I will pay on the 20th, sure. But you also have expenses. You have mortgage to pay. You have, you know, property tax. So you have to really let them know that you need their payment. It's not, you know, it's not, this is a business. We are friends, but still, the bank will not, (laughs) <laughs> we'll just get the yeah. property. Well, that's, that's what I mean. They'll be, they'll be out, if they, you know, they'll be out they'll be as out. well. Yeah. So it's not, it doesn't serve them, right? Yeah. So. And, and then in, um, in that situation, how have, if someone communicates to you, so they're communicating, so they don't pay the rent on the first, but they're like, hey, we're going to pay it on the 15th. Yeah. And the 15th comes and they're like, oh, I just, now I, I, I need one more week. You know, are you proactively saying, okay, no problem. You know, but I still just need to serve you the end four, just because that's our process or whatever. Or are you just giving them that time? I'm curious what your process is for that type of thing. Even if they're communicating, because I agree, if they go silent on you, then you have to you have to act right. Yeah. That, that I I share that with our tenants all the time. Like, I'm if you don't communicate with me, I assume the worst. So you need to let me know what's going on. But what if they are communicating? How much leeway do you give them before? Because otherwise, they could drag it out for months and months, and then you're in a, a not so good situation yourself, right? Yeah. You could see their history. If your tenant is always paying and this just happened once or twice, that we are so nice sometimes. I think we don't do the end for right away. But if you keep they keep doing that, then we serve the end for. But most of our tenants have been in our property like seven, eight, nine years. And there's one that's paying in a, in a month. She will pay maybe on the fourth, and then on the fifth, he will divide the he will divide the rental into five. Got and it. but except that, but every now and then I send him an email. Your your rent is due on the first, just so in the future if you come to the LTV, say you allow this to oh. happen. But I always say that is your rental is due on the first. Always, I, I every So you have a track I, record of it. That's that's yeah. a smart move, actually. Yeah. So and you, yeah. You got to be doing something right. If you have these, if you have multiple tenants that are there for for that long, you guys are obviously doing something right from a management perspective. You yeah. Know? Otherwise, people would be moving on. Are you? Re, are you, I know you're, the the rent increases are capped, but are you guys always raising the rent every year by the the maximum amount that you're allowed to? Before late, <laughs> yeah, uh, we don't. 
uh, just that's why they're staying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that's why uh, there are some uh, who are staying there for a long time already. But uh, late uh, lately, we just uh, followed whatever the. Uh, yeah, so some of them have, have below market rents right now, yeah, yeah. especially where the, mar- the rent markets have gone. I was looking at some numbers yesterday, and um, in a lot of areas, they're up in the in the vast majority of areas of Ontario, like populated areas, they're up anywhere from about seventeen to thirty percent. That's like the average. You know, it varies by area, but those are you know in one year, those are those are some big numbers because there's just there's a shortage of supply. Yeah. There's that. like a real shortage of supply. But right. once uh, we have a new tenant, that's our chance that we could get. 100%, yeah, because yeah, we have some situations like that too. How do you guys feel about that situation? Like you're sitting on these properties, that you have people that are paying well below market rent right now. Um, as as investors, you know, are you okay with that because the numbers are still working out because you've had the properties for a period of time? Yeah. Or are you like kicking yourself? You're like, oh, this is bothering me because like I, I really want to be getting, you know, the, the top dollar for the, for the property. Like, what do you guys think about that? I think we're, we hope we, we, we have increased the rent, but it's too late now. You cannot just give them, they've been there for five years or eight years. You cannot just increase the rent without, hurting your, you have to follow what the uh, Ontario requirement is. So we just keep on increasing for the last three years now. And they, um, and how do you guys find these people if either the people are already in the property? Because I know that's what people are going to be thinking right now. They're like, hey, how do I, how do I get my new tenant in an hour after my old tenant leaves? Were you showing it while the old tenant was still in the property, I guess? Yeah, we did yes. show one time only. One time. So they so they gave you notice that they were going to leave, and then you asked them if it was okay for you to go through and show it to potential tenants? Yes. Correct, yeah. <coughs> yeah. And, and where were you guys finding it? Was it Facebook Marketplace? Facebook. That's majority mar- of the leads, yeah? yeah? Yeah, the Facebook Marketplace, yeah. How many, I'm curious, when you advertised that, because that's relatively recent, how many leads did you get? Like, how many inquiries did you get versus how many people did it came to see the property? There are there are 2,000 clicks, and I think the inquiry about 100. In what, in what period of time? Two weeks. Wow, okay. And then... Um, because in Facebook, I am already qualifying them. I said, when you ask if it's available, please introduce the people who will be leaving. Because there's a lot who are wanting to live in the house, seven people, eight people. Mm-hmm. So once they introduce them, and that pre-qualification is already good for us. And then I sent them the Ontario list, fill that up. So now you could see other information there. And most of them are sending their pay slip already they're sending their credit score okay so which is nice. yeah they know and it's because it's such a competitive market they're trying to get ahead of it yeah to, yeah so yeah we're, you're pre-qualifying them already while you're exchanging some of them i don't even reply because it's three bedroom they want eight people to live on it and some are coming back and forth question mark i don't reply so i said at the end i just reply one person per bedroom yeah, and even some of the way that, that, that they communicate, the even the first, you know, the the first time they reach out, if they like write three words with a question, like it's just like, well, you know, how serious are you? If that's the way you're going to communicate now, yeah. while yeah. you're trying to make a good impression, what's going to happen down the road if you're in the property and there's some issues? Like, how are yeah. we going to have to deal with this? So, like, communication to me is always a big a big thing. 
But, yeah. but like, what do you guys think is going to happen? Like, so you, you're seeing this now, you just have to refill this property. I, I, again, I was looking at some numbers just to supply and demand about rentals and, and, and just housing in general. And, you know, we've shared a bunch of this stuff with, with you guys. You guys have seen some of the stuff we've shared over, over time as well. Like, w- what do you, like, what do you guys make of all this? It's a mess. Like, it's a, it's a mess right now. Yeah. Uh, one of uh, the, the new tenant uh, that uh, we were sharing a while ago is that uh, she said that they've been looking for for uh, rental properties, it's uh, really difficult. hard, difficult for them to uh, find the right uh, house that uh, they wanted it. Who moved in? Who, who was that? Was it like a couple, a family? What? It's a uh, one family. Yeah. That, uh, how, how many kids? No, no, no kids. Oh, no kids. He has a son. Okay, got uh, it. Yeah, adult son. Adult son. So, okay, got yeah. it. They said they reached out to real realtors, but... Realtors are also saying it's difficult, difficult to find. To find. <laughs> yeah. And so. It's really strange. Like, if you look at what's happening with the real estate market, look, we've had these, like, almost, like, all-time kind of historic spike in interest rates. Not necessarily where the interest rates went, but the speed of which they've gone up, which you would think would really, you know, in a lot of ways could really crush a, a real estate market, especially, you know, for affordability when people are borrowing and things like that. Mm. But... It hasn't, you know, we, like we, we, the prices came down. Yes, but prices were up. They were up like, you know, 60% for, in a two year period. Like it was just ridiculous. So now they've come yeah. back down. They're still up over, yeah. a, you know, over a two year period. It's going to range. I'm going to generalize, but we call it about 30%. Yeah. You know, it's like anywhere from about 25 to 35%, maybe depending on the area, but call it 30% for argument's yeah. sake. So like they're still up and that's higher than the historic average the mm-hmm. historic average when we look at the toronto real estate board is really if you go back to 1969 i think our numbers go or 59 it's 59 or 69 if we go back to those numbers it's re- really about seven percent year over year yeah right so they're still up like, like yeah it's too it's almost too fast right yeah. so it's good if they stabilize it's good we want them to yeah. I, yeah i'd actually prefer if they don't increase which sounds weird i know but i'm like just let them sit here i don't you yeah. know if they have to come down a little bit more like let's get things in whack and in, in, in out of like they're out of whack let's get them kind of in place again mm-hmm. but with the 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 rates moving so much the, all that's happened is they've come back down like the the, the craziness has gone off the market the froth off the top of the market's gone yeah and now we're left in this situation where there's not a bunch of listings coming on and the spring market's kind of here now. This is mm. the time when the spring market's here because it's warmed up and stuff. So typically yeah. we've seen this influx of listings that we're not seeing. Yeah. I guess some people are probably having some difficulties. There's some signs that some people are having difficulties paying because interest rates are higher now. So that might cause some, but yeah. there's a, it looks like there's a lot of buyers waiting in the wings. Yeah. It's like our market dynamics are just all messed up. And I don't know... Like if when they have to drop rates again, because the, if we see it, the signs are on the wall already. Mm-hmm. Like banks are failing in the states. Yeah. There's all these cracks in the system. This is going to be fuel on the fire all over again. Yeah, it's yeah. There are a lot of people coming who needs houses. So, and we're not building enough for them. So, well, Tony, you need to buy land and start building. You need to go back to what you were doing in the Philippines, man. <laughs> we need this. <laughs> so, did you guys see when we? Uh, you were at the last. You were both at the last event. Yes. Were you? Did you see Craig Race? What he's doing with those? With his see some of those infill projects on like a little single family lot. They're putting like four yeah. or five yeah. units on those. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, the mayor of Mississauga sent us all a letter that I think 
the federal are assigning its city how many they need to build. And in Mississauga, it should be 120,000 for 10 years. I think the number is something like that. But uh, Mayor Bonnie is saying that is our projection for 30 years. Yeah, they well, want us to do in 10 years. Well, there's no room left. Mississauga, there's, the problem with no, the city, there's no room left. Outside of square one, all those buildings, which they're trying to cram as many as possible into that area, there's yeah. like, where else are they going to build? Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, I've I was, always liked him. Sorry, go ahead. I was thinking that uh, the only thing that uh, they could uh, provide that uh, number is that uh, they have to build uh, high-rise uh, yeah, but even at this point in Mississauga, where I guess there's some area because if they go, but I saw the plans for the um, down by the lake, that old mm -hmm. the old water treatment plant. I yeah, think yeah, they got rid yeah. of all that area. Yeah. There's gonna that's gonna go. The density there is gonna be huge. There's a bunch oh. of buildings there, yeah. and then by square one, they're infilling that whole lot that there was used to be old Rogers land that they sold, and they were putting up, I forget what the number is, ten or twelve buildings or something like that there. So I guess that's yeah, that's where it goes. And then there's I, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with either accessory suites in, in Mississauga and that type of stuff, because that yeah. type of city with that type of subdivision, that's not, it's not super old, but it's not super new. So there is some lot size, you know, they're not really yeah. squishy, the, the, the subdivisions. Yeah. There's got to be some room for people to put accessory dwelling units in their homes. And I think that's going to happen more and more because that's how people are going to afford homes in the future. Yeah. They need that extra stream of income coming in. Because if you can rent your basement out for a couple thousand bucks a month, all of a sudden it allows you then to be able to purchase the home. Mm -hmm. yeah. And there's going to be demand for that unit in the basement. So I don't know. It's going to be, it's it's an interesting dynamic, right? But if I could, we're, we have one place um, close to McMaster University. So we've held off doing work to it for a while because we're looking, we've been waiting for some of these laws to change. And so yeah. we've been waiting for this time now and, it's still kind of working through the municipalities of exactly what they're going to do because we've we've been holding off purposely because we're like, can we, what are we going to be able to build on this lot? Because we know they need housing down there. So what can we, how many units can we get approved, right? So we're thinking about knocking that place down and then building uh, building something with, with more units there. But we've, we've purposely held off because we thought these changes were coming. Um, so we'll see what we can get approved now, and we'll, yeah. then we'll we'll figure that out. Because mm -hmm. they've approved some weird things, and if you're familiar with that area by McMaster, there's, it's like it's so strange because there's like some housing, then there's like a lumberyard, and then there's a laundromat, <laughs> then there's housing, and then there's a bar, and then oh. there's housing. Like it's like these weird strips. It's like the zoning. Like someone when they were doing the zoning, there was no real thought. Yeah. There was no planning around that, yeah. right? Yeah. So do you guys have any? You know, student properties ever, right? Which one? No. Student properties? Yeah, no, we never. No. Never, yeah. yeah. So it's just rentals and single family, single family rentals, rent owns. Yeah. Did you ever do anything with like putting a second suite in and renting two units? It's always just been straight single family rent. Single family. Yes. Yeah. Single family. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 sim it's simple. More simple. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't have to be complicated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's not rocket science, right? You guys are just, you just like you said, you just follow a very simple system yeah. and that's it. Yeah. We have, we have houses that we could do that, like yeah. Wes and the one in Martindale, St. Catharines. We have those, but. Uh, yeah, we have a, a, a quite a big uh, lot area on those uh, property that we could uh, build maybe uh, another uh, unit at the back. 
So we're thinking of that, but uh, it's for your kids. That's like for when their kids take over. That's their first project. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's, some, I don't know. There's, uh, yeah. I always fight with that. There's something to be said sometimes for not trying to squeeze every dollar out of everything you got yeah. too. You know, like if you need to, I, I think more now when people get into the market now, sometimes that extra revenue streams needed to make the numbers work. Yeah. Right. But if you, you know, so that's different. So now yeah. if, you, if that's needed to make the numbers work, that's different. But sure. if you, if you're, if you don't need it, then maybe it's not, you don't, you, yeah. are you complicating your life yeah. Yeah. by so. by doing that there? Maybe there, there is a return on it, but now you're dealing with two tenants, two yeah. families on the one lot, and are you just complicating yeah. things to a point that maybe is unnecessary for you from a lifestyle perspective? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're happy with what they have now rather than, then you're dealing two tenants and maybe they fight or they, <laughs> one yeah. is smoking downstairs after, so. Yeah. It's we're ha we're happy with the cash flow that we have, so and more yeah. more simple. What about that? So like you guys are retired. You guys have both had successful careers already. Um, so how does that? How do these impact your retirement? Like, do, are they impacting your retirement? Like, wh wh what's your plan for these things? You, you guys plan to hold on to these things for a while? Do you plan to, you know, is it to give them to the kids? Like, what what's the plan for you guys? The, the our plan is that. Uh, uh, most of these uh, properties we will uh, be keeping it, but uh, maybe uh, in the near future we could uh, sell some some of it to uh, finance our retirement. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, the retirement from uh, the government is not it's not enough. I see. I see my parents' checks. I know <laughs> it, they don't. Uh, it doesn't go. Uh, you look, and you know, we it haven't doesn't go far. Yeah, we have a a very uh, nice uh, equities on those uh, properties already. Mm -hmm. So, uh, one or two uh, properties, maybe uh, uh, they could manage to uh, finance our uh, short shortcomings in the uh, retirement yeah. funds. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe not sell anything. My boy said, "Mom, don't sell anything." <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, you have that, to pry them away from Mary Lou Tony. You have to pry them away. <laughs> maybe not. Yeah, because when we're we, when we were buying before, we got one for each of our son. They, we got one house for them for both of them. So and and was that for them to live in, or you looked at it as like an investment yes, property for investment themselves? Okay. For them. For them. So. Yeah. So yeah, and they they didn't know. Now my youngest son, when he bought another condo, he said, "Mom, the mortgage broker said I have one property." <laughs> Oh, surprise. surprise. And he said, yeah, you do. Yeah. Why? I didn't know that. Uh, that. That's yours. We said, that's yours. So, so they were, they were. Um, I guess they were 18. You, yeah. They would have to be 18 to be able to buy it, right? Yeah. So, and then you just, as they were like doing something else underneath their homework, you're like, hey, just sign here, by the way. Yeah, yeah. that's what we did. <laughs> All right, we'll cut this part out of the button. <laughs> uh, well, they're probably happy looking back now. Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice surprise. So we've done, we're doing something similar. Um, where we're buying like a, a, a you know a, a rental property that I've like mentally assigned to each child. They're, they're not eighteen, so it can't be in their name. But to me, that's that's like theirs, you know. And then they can do whatever they want. You know, maybe they can hold it and rent it out. Maybe they can borrow against it and then yeah, use yeah. those funds to then buy their own property that they can live in and they can hold on to that. You know, it's just yeah. to try to as like a foot in the market. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And it's the plans just to the numbers on on these ones because I've. 
brought them closer to home. The numbers weren't great, but I want, I'm trying to, I've shared this before, but I'm trying to drag my kids into the management a little bit at this age. Cause now my oldest daughter is 12. Is she 12 yeah. already? Wow. Yeah, she's 12. So I'm like, you know what? She's going to come with me whether she wants to or not. Okay. She spends enough time on Snapchat. She doesn't yeah. be on Snapchat anymore <laughs> and she's going to come with me and then just to be involved in the experience. Yeah. And for that, mm-hmm. then the property essentially will become hers. Yeah, and that's kind of that's the idea. So that's the idea with both uh, with both kids. We'll see how we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. it's a. Um, and then what 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 what's next for you guys? Just overall in in you know you've you in retirement. Like what is it? What's next for Tony and Mary Lou? You guys traveling a little bit? You hanging out? Yeah, we we just uh, came back from. Uh, one month in uh, Portugal and uh, Spain. Spain. Oh, nice, yeah. nice area. Yeah, Tom yeah. was recently in Portugal. I haven't been to Portugal. I've heard beautiful things. I've been to Spain a few times. Yeah, yeah. why Portugal? Why Portugal and Spain? Why did you guys head over there? Um, w- just want to go to Fatima. That's the first thing. Okay, I want to go to yeah. Fatima, and then that's the first, and then see all the churches. We've been to different parts of Europe, but I said I haven't been to Fatima, so we went there. Oh, nice. Portugal yeah. and Spain. And uh, we're looking also, uh, uh, can we retire there? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know who's there? I don't know if you ever met them. They're part of the VIP group, but because you were in the States for a while working, at, you know, you might not have met them. Um, Ernest and Reisel are there, uh, uh, and they're, they're in Portugal. They're on an island now. They bought, like... They've done a couple of things where they've bought properties, fixed them up and stuff. They bought this old property with a little, uh, is it like a castle, a little pyramid on it or something. And they've had to clean it all up. And they're doing stuff in Portugal on the islands there, you know, and um, I think they're going to stay there for a while now. Um, she's coming back in uh, in July. I think she's coming off for a podcast to share everything they're up to. But, uh, but yeah, if you need insight into Portugal and how the real estate works there and that type of stuff, if you guys want insight, we can introduce you to them. Yeah, it's yeah. a, yeah, yeah. It's they're, a they're beautiful uh, country. Yeah. I've heard, I've only, yeah, like I said, I've never been, I've, I've heard um, from Portuguese people and those people, when they tell me it's beautiful, I don't believe them because of Portuguese. <laughs> yeah. Those are my Portuguese friends that I'm talking to specifically. <laughs> but when non-Portuguese people tell me that, then I'm like, okay, now I believe it yeah. too, right? But yeah, that's what, that's what I've heard. I've, I've heard it's, it, it is a beautiful country. And from the parts that I've seen of Spain, I, I loved, I loved, We've been to the south and then uh, Barcelona and the islands. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it's beautiful. I, I love Spain. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. a beautiful area. I'm 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 always think I'm biased towards Europe. So far, I don't think I've been to a European country that I haven't liked. So I yeah. just I'm definitely yeah. biased that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, we travel now because uh, we're searching where we could. Uh, Maybe uh, a second uh, place to uh, stay. Oh, got it. Yeah, because uh, we when uh, winter here, we could uh, go anywhere yeah. that's uh, not winter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> or milder winter. Yeah. Wait, hold on, hold on. You came here and you were in Calgary, and you if you managed Calgary <laughs> for five years, I mean, you should be able to handle any winter. You should yes. be good, right? And then yeah. I went to Minneapolis as well. And I oh, that's right, that's right. And we didn't share that part. So you were working here for a while. Yeah. And then when? How long ago were you in Minneapolis? When? When's the first time you went there? Like probably what seven, eight years? Seven ago? years. Seven yeah. years ago. Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. And then you went there for work yeah yes. my company asked me to move there and then Tony you stayed here right yes uh, when uh, when uh, her employer asked her to uh, if she wants to uh, move to uh, the headquarter in uh, Minneapolis then uh, they offered uh, her a uh, 
uh, something that uh, you cannot resist. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, nice. Okay, well, uh, that made yeah. it easy. Yeah. They, gave, yeah. they gave her a, uh, a six-figure uh, bonus, bonus uh, for uh, just to uh, move to uh, Minneapolis. Oh yeah, and yeah. you were, I, at that time it was you were going to be earning in American dollars as well. Yes, which which with the conversion made that pretty nice as well, yeah. right? So, yeah. So uh, then, okay. So and then oh, sorry, go ahead. That, then uh, they. Uh, they offered uh, her to uh, move everything and sell our property here. Relocate, it's yeah. good that uh, we did not agree to uh, sell our our principal uh, residence. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, they uh, offered her to uh, relocate uh, to uh, to uh, move all the uh, the uh, the, the uh, Furniture, yeah. our staff, yeah, from here to uh, Minneapolis, and uh, sell our home. Sell here. our home, and then no expense on our part. Yeah, yeah. And those corporate moving packages yeah. are pretty good. They A come lot. and they pack everything yeah. for you. Yeah. They cover the commissions. Right. They do everything, right. right? Yeah, yeah. And and then uh, we were able to. Uh, she was able to uh, to purchase a uh, a house there uh, without. Uh, Nothing uh, came out from our uh, pockets. Here, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. So th they provided the uh, the uh, the uh, down payment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sounds like a little bit of a secret. That's okay. We don't know the employer, so yeah. we're good there. Yeah. So yeah. So that worked out. That worked out really yeah. nicely. So you were able to. So you actually bought down there and held on to that, and then you sold it. I guess when you left. When we uh, when we left uh, Minneapolis, uh, we. Uh, Mary Lou stayed. We stayed there for uh, seven years, uh, six years. Minneapolis, yeah, five, more than two five years, years in. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a lot of winter. That's a lot of winter, in Minneapolis. I know. Yeah, yeah. I, I said, now I'm seeing. I said, oh, I didn't know I survived. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> My friend in Minneapolis. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then you came back. No, uh, uh, from uh, Minneapolis. There's another uh, company that uh, Mary Lou offered uh, a job in uh, Michigan. 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 And then how long were you there for? Uh, less than two less years. Less than two okay. years. So uh, we sold the uh, our house in uh, Minneapolis, and it's a multiple uh, uh, offer. Offer. Cash. Cash buyers. Over the asking. Over the asking <laughs> price. What year was that that you sold? That was a few years ago. 2020. 2020, yeah. So that's when the emergency market yeah. started taking off everywhere, yeah. really. Because yeah. really. the government just flushed the, the system with money. Yeah, yeah. a lot money, of yeah. money. And they said, oh, who knew inflation was going to happen yeah. when you give all money to every, everything? You just put money everywhere. Yeah, who knew? <laughs> yeah. Who knew that that's how it works? Yeah. So we... Uh, so real estate has treated you guys well in multiple countries. <laughs> yeah. In the Philippines, in Canada, and in, in the U.S. We live in Thailand. We live in four countries now. In Thailand? Yeah, we live yeah. in Thailand, too. We live in the Philippines, and then Thailand, and then Canada, and then the U.S. Oh, I didn't know you guys were in Thailand. So that was you left the Philippines initially, and then you were in Thailand initially? Yeah, yeah. for four oh. years. Oh, And wow. went back to the Philippines before coming here. And then you were doing real estate in, in, in Thailand as well? No, no. Oh, it's in the Philippines. Yeah. Okay, Thailand. I've heard Thailand's beautiful as well. Yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, we lived there for four years. So yeah, you guys, man, <laughs> congratulations on everything. Like I, I, I think I don't know. I think together you guys are awesome. You make like this excellent team, and then I think you just, I think you underestimate 
some of the things that you're able to do or the, or the, maybe the habits you've developed for yourselves is like, they're just rare. Like you're just able to push forward. And you're like, yeah, we're just going to do it and we're just going to handle stuff and we just keep moving forward, mm-hmm. right? And now I get it. Now I understand though, I think other people have seen that in you guys as well because I know you've had a successful career. Um, and then also just with this last story that if you were that important to this company for them to do all that for to get you to move to Minneapolis, obviously they saw those types of traits in you you guys as well. Mm-hmm. So I don't, don't sell yourself short, guys. You're, you're an impressive... We, I just, I've always looked at you guys because I've always felt like you're, like I've said before, like understated, but I'm like, you guys are just this impressive, like a power couple to me. It's very, it's <laughs> oh, very cool the way you guys work together. Very, very cool. Yeah, because uh, doing this business, the real estate uh, rent to own uh, business, it's not interfering with our, uh, with our career. Yes. So that's why uh, we keep our uh, career while doing this business so yeah and yeah. We, if we could do it anyone could do this it's 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 not difficult at yeah. all it's not that's yeah <laughs> i you know i i, I the one term that we heard from uh, greg habstra years ago he said yeah it's simple but not easy yeah and i'm like yeah it is it's very simple like it doesn't have to people sometimes will overcomplicate things it doesn't have to be that complicated not everything's going to go smoothly yeah it never in any in yeah. any venture that you take on nothing ever goes smoothly perfectly yeah. to plan like it doesn't work like that there's right? still uh, ch- challenges yeah. in everything I mean well you've been in construction how long in your life I mean how many challenges are there on a daily basis in construction right like yeah. so you just have to overcome those challenges yeah. and then but there's there's like it's worth it on the other side you know if it gives you I guess it seems like in retirement, it's given you all sorts of a lot, a lot of freedom and flexibility that you guys can do a lot of different things that you might not be able to do otherwise. Even yes. though you've obviously have you know successful, yeah, you know, you're, there's more, there's more that you're living on than just your government, you know, your, the government check. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But yeah. it's, it's, cha- it's changed, it's changed things for you guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, we're still buying stock in the U.S. We yeah. retired, and I'm like staking some in crypto. So those are things that we're we're just happy to do is that we still have our lifestyle we i don't put makeup anymore the whole day you're wearing your pajama <laughs> which is nice but you're doing stuff yeah it's ah, different if you're sitting stuff. around not doing anything right when you're doing stuff that's what uh, to me i feel like that i think i'm going to be that type of person as well because that's what yeah. keeps you just you got to be yeah. li- it's life you got to live life yeah just because yeah. you're not working every day all day every anymore it doesn't mean you can't live life right oh yeah we have a it's, we have a schedule we have i have we have to have a schedule or else in the morning you wake up at eight this is the first time you're waking up at eight because when we're working you wake up at six yeah so eight o'clock and then doing my yoga so th- those are different kind then you're in the computer already looking because i have stocks in the u.s stills yeah, you're not stopping. Equities. You're yeah. not stopping. You guys aren't oh. stopping. That's cool. That's very cool, guys. Look, I, there's something else that I just want to say. We appreciate, first, like, all the support over the years. Uh-huh. But because we know you, you knew so long ago, like, you know, when we were getting started and maybe you know, we didn't, we, well, not maybe we didn't have the track record that we have now. And there weren't as many people around for people to look at and say, Oh, well, they've worked with these guys for 10 years and they haven't steered them wrong. And, you know, so, you know, but for putting your trust in us, um, 
and supporting us during those early times. It's like it's, you know, without people like you guys and some of the relationships we built um, with you and other people that you know through, you know, yeah. through Rockstar and stuff. It means the world to us because we don't know if we would have made it, you know, without some early people coming on saying, hey, guys, like, yeah, like, I trust you. Let's do this together. And and, you know, hopefully we didn't steer you wrong. <laughs> and, you know, so we we genuinely appreciate it. So thank you for everything over the years. It, 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 me, it means a lot. Like, it really, really does. Yeah. If you need anything from us as well, I mean, we invited a lot of our co-workers, our friends to come here as well to join. They look at it and then they did bought their own second house on their own. Cool, so, good for them. Yeah. Yeah. So now they're seeing that value and all of them are saying, oh, we should have done it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. always easy yeah. to look back, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I look back and I'm like, oh, when I was 18 and I was, you know, going to, to college up the street at Sheridan and I'm yeah. like, yeah, I should have bought the, I was coming to Oakville thinking Oakville was the edge of the world because I grew up on the east side of Mississauga. Yeah. I'm like, who would live way out here? And I was looking at, you know, homes going up I'm like oh well, you know have. in the 180s I'm like oh 180 this seems like really expensive it, for the way out here in Oakville I'm like oh I looking back I'm like oh that was oh. a little bit silly of me you know so yeah, yeah there are some uh, friends of us that uh, they are saying that uh, oh uh, uh, Tony and uh, Mary Louise uh, yeah they've gone a lot of uh, yeah things already so uh, and we're even quiet they just learn on their own. Yeah. Some of them. It, and then uh, some of our friends that uh, we brought here, but uh, did not, they did not go, uh, push through. And then they're saying that uh, we should have done that. Yeah. I mean, hey, everyone's got to find their path. You know, yeah. what's right for them. That's what I'm saying. You guys, the way you just push forward with stuff is not entirely common. You know, but uh, but yeah, everyone's got their path and they'll figure out what's going to be the right yeah. thing for them, you know. Yeah. Um, cool, guys. Yeah. Thank you. So, very, thanks. Oh, sorry. You're going to say something. Yeah, else? there's one thing. And because um, during the um, our event, some people are asking us, how is it in the U.S., blah, blah. So I uh, just want to mention a few things that they may, may be important for sure. others. In the U.S., when you get the mortgage, um, U.S. and Canada doesn't share your credit. So you have to show them your credit here to, to be able to get approval. At the same time, mortgages in the U.S., if you break the mortgage, there's no penalty. Really? Even though long-term fixed mortgage is there? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I was, mm. they, they may be 30 years, 30 years, but then five years, uh, this is your, it's guaranteed, and then Thursday, 10 years, you cannot go over a certain percentage, and then they follow LIBOR, okay. the London. I think LIBOR has been changed, LIBOR has been changed now. So yeah, even our Michigan house, we broke it after one and a half, no penalty. So that's, I don't know if that's just in the Midwest. I'm not sure if in the other Yeah, but it's something, something to look into, because it, yeah. it might be a benefit for everyone doing stuff down there. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So that's one thing. And then immigration in Canada, if you are a worker, uh, there's a NAFTA. It's uh, NAFTA, U.S. and Canada, and U.S. and Mexico. So for those who want to go there, as long as you have a job offer, you don't even need a visa. You go in the border, and then the person who's going to give you a stamp on your passport, as long as you have a job offer and all your credentials, bring them, then you could get NAFTA. But this is a non-immigrant intent. Intent for immigration to Canada to U.S. is very important because there are two 
classes of Immigration Canada, non-immigrant and immigrant. So if you're visiting for medical purposes, that's a temporary. So if you're on NAFTA, your temporary worker, I guess the immigration lawyer could convert that into an immigration. There's also a business kind that is also temporary. There's a business that's permanent, but you have to put a, at least a million dollar and you have to employ at least 10 people for two years, something like that. So those are different. Um, there's also if those who wants to go to the U.S. for work, there's uh, E1 and E2. For those who have extraordinary abilities, you are internationally well-known to have developed AI, for example, or stem cells. You don't need uh, someone to um, sponsor you. You just go there, apply, and oh, the so United States will... That's how they're trying to attract top talent if they can. Yes, yeah. that's one. And uh, if you are, for example, McDonald, they have their CEO or their um, director in marketing, they want to transfer to the U.S. That's a company transfer, managers and executives. I think that's where I was. Th so it's it's easier. That's a priority one worker. So there's different kind of ways to go to the U.S., um, but there's an immigrant and non-immigrant intent. Oh. The intent is if you are non-immigrant, suddenly you stay there for long, they, you may be questioned. Just consult an immigration yeah. lawyer. So if you have the job offer and you don't plan on moving there on a permanent basis, yeah. then you, there might be a little bit of an easier path to be able to kind of get down there for stuff. Right. TN yeah. visa, NAFTA is huh. the... Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's interesting because as more people look at buying some properties in the U.S., that gives them some stuff to think about for sure. Yeah, um, someone asked me, you have the golden ticket, do you have social security? Yeah, yeah. I said, hey, you have a green card? Yeah, you have the golden ticket to buy there. And also, it's not double taxation because that's what we think as Canadian. You work there, you tax in the U.S. and Canada. You will be taxed in Canada, but minus how much you paid already in the U.S., Got it. Yeah. So uh, you'll still be taxed if it's higher here or higher there. So, and one one last question, just just crossed my mind while you guys were down there in Minneapolis, were you? Was there any investing in property? Because I know you were looking earlier. You can't tell me you weren't looking, yeah. right? So, but was there? I guess I don't think you guys bought anything else down there as far as like investment properties. Did you know? No, no. we did kind of look, but then every time I see that. The rentals are being trashed, something like that. And the, and uh, the appreciation before the is not too much. It's not too yeah, much. Yeah, because of the area, right? Because yeah. you're not in one of these higher population areas. Something we take for granted in the GTA area, like or the yeah. Golden Horseshoe area. Yeah. We're in a, for investing for that. So because of the, the growth and the industry and stuff like that, there's just a lot. We have a lot going yeah. on here, like yeah. a lot. Like it, I tell people, I'm like, look, if you can't successfully invest in this area, yeah. it's going to be hard for you to go to these random small towns and yeah. you to be success, successfully invest because it's a different it is a different game it's not that you yeah. can't do it yeah but I sometimes I feel like you're complicating matters because you're focused just on like oh well this is just this lower price point and that's cool if that's yeah. all you can do but there's there's yeah. other things come with yeah. that you know so <laughs> right yeah that's interesting cool guys look thank you so much for taking the time to share all this and sit down guys it's, it's been uh, it's always cool catching up with you guys so yeah. thank yeah, you thank you thank so you much so also much. for uh, the opportunity yeah to yeah. invest yeah we, we, we were able to retire early because we know we have the cash flow coming from the rentals. Yeah, that's we're, cool. we're, we're not collecting our social security and CPP yeah, because yeah. of these rentals. We said, ah, oh, I don't want anymore. We just yeah. retire. So that's so that's cool. That's yeah. that's super cool. Yeah, awesome.
Yeah. <laughs> long the long game. It works out the long game. Yeah. Cool. It's, Thanks, guys. It's Y L Y T. Yes. Yes, it is. And now you're doing it on your terms. Yeah. Right? Perfect. Okay. Thanks, Thank guys. you very much. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that episode. For us, firsthand experience from others has always proven valuable in anything we do. So it's always great speaking to other investors, especially if they're using strategies or in areas that we're investing in as well. Um, so it's great catching up with Tony Mary Lou. If you're looking for the same free class that they started their journey, uh, investing journey with, you can head over to rockstarinnercircle.com and get on the list for the next, uh, the upcoming class there. That's something that Tom and I personally host with what, you know, an up-to-date look at what we're seeing on the streets. And that's it for now. So until next time, your life your terms.